We be live. Hello, everybody. I'm here with Anna. Hi, Anna. Anna's oh, I'm muted. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Hi. Okay, guys. So I wanted to do something fun today. We have so much serious stuff. I wanted to do something funny. And I have a lot of imams here today, a lot of mullahs, a lot of uh, Shia mullahs. Because a lot of times, Anna, did you know, like, when you see other YouTubers finding ridiculous Islamic teachings, it's mostly Sunni. It's mostly Sunni Islamic teachings. And people have to learn that within the Shia world, we have a wealth of ridiculous, funny, and bizarre teachings that you don't find in Sunni Islam. This is uniquely Shia Islam. This is something... By the way, if you're a Sunni, today I think you would agree with me. Because a lot of Sunnis also accept that this is the sh this part of Islam. I mean, this is they don't consider this to be Islam, but they will now. We could atheists and Sunni Muslims can unite to make fun of Shia Islam. If you're a Sunni here today, you will relate with this. <laughs> right. Oh, Zayd is here. Let me see. Um, so, like, uh, him, yeah, go on. I think the main reason is because Shia hadiths are rarely translated to English. And unless right. you know Arabic or, or Persian, you are probably not going to see these hadiths. And also, like, they are much less organized than Sunnis. I don't know why, oh, yeah. but, like, finding this stuff and finding something that uh, a lot of Shia agree on, like, you can find the hadith and then a lot of Shias also say, no, it's not, uh, it's not reliable, it's not that. So, yeah, with Shia Islam, it's right. more complicated with the hadith. Very good point. Very good point. Most people don't know that, but Anna, as usual, with the facts. Uh, Zaid here saying hello from Jordan. Hey, Zaid, Zaid. Um, with the, by the way, recently Zaid's commentary has been very helpful in our live streams. Like when we are saying, I, I enjoy highlighting Zaid's comments because it just adds a lot to the stream. Seed is here and uh, every, and I don't know if I'm reading it right. Every X is saying, please like the video, guys. Yes, guys, please like the stream right now. Uh, that would really help us grow. So thank you so much. And Zaid is saying, well, Armin, Shias are idolaters. Yes, I know. Dirty, dirty. Uh, they're mushrikins. Um, and also, I don't I don't know. What, okay, so you're saying, um, Hevri is saying, your new hairstyle is very, very beautiful, dear enough. Well, I don't understand this because we both cut our hair. I agree that Anna's hair looks beautiful. But I don't understand why we both, me and Anna, both cut our hair. How come I'm not getting any of this feedback? I don't understand. Thank you. So D is here. Hi, D. Uh, Barack is here from Sweden. Thank you so much for being here from Malaysia. Seed. Okay. Oh, Nasrin is here. Hi, Hi Nasrin. All right, cool. Uh, oh, let's see. Zaid also. By the way, Anna, we see that haircut. Yeah, nobody notices mine. Nobody knows my well, I think because I, I had longer hair and now I have it much shorter, and you always have pretty short hair, so it's not as no, noticeable. It was mine was mine was longer, mine was long too. Mine was long too. not as long as yours, but it's still long. All right, no no excuses. Um, let's just uh, watch these imams make a fool out of their religion. So here's the first one. Oh, by the way, guys, I have to translate this for you guys. Um, Anna, Anna understands this as well, by the way. This is Persian. By the way, guys, Anna, for people who are new here, 
Anna speaks four languages going for her fifth. She speaks Hebrew, English, Russian, Persian, which is the language that we this is going to be played in today, and I'm going to uh, translate it for you guys. And she's also learning Arabic. So this is amazing. Um, oh, yeah, from Dallas, Texas. Hi, Eden. All right, let's watch this. Okay, so we are talking about Imam. Did he say Imam Hassan or Imam Hussein? Hold on, let me just listen. This is so fascinating. Okay, so Imam Hassan, which is the second Imam in Shia Islam, which is the grandchild of Muhammad. So if you guys don't know, Shias have 12 Imams, 12 holy Imams that they, they're kind of like saints, but they're like completely flawless and they do everything right. And they're very, very holy that Shias follow. The Sunnis don't like any of this stuff that I'm telling you. So this is the second Imam. Imam Hassan was in a mosque and their man comes and says something rude to him, right? So let's see what happens after. So he made fun of Imam Hassan, which is a very holy figure in Shia Islam. Okay, this is back then. This the grandchild of Prophet Muhammad. Okay. So, what happens next? So, this man is being rude to Imam Hassan. This is a man in the mosque. In the mosque. And Imam Hassan responds to him and says, Lady, he says to the man, Lady, you have no shame being here in front of these men bareheaded, like with no hijab, even though he's a man, he's saying that. In that very second, in that very moment, the man found that he had turned into a woman. Means his penis fell. And in, so he, so his manhood, his manhood fell, and he turned into a woman. His breasts just start coming out. His boobs just grow, grew. Yeah. So he got so shame, ashamed of being a woman. He was so embarrassed. So he got up to leave. But then at that very moment, Imam Hassan, the Imam said, you, you, you will go home. So the curse is not, this was the beginning of the curse. The curse had not finished. So he said, like, you will go home. Oh, when you go home, you will find that your wife, has turned into a man. So not only did I curse you to be a woman, your wife has been cursed to be a man. By the way, guys, this is authentic Shia Hadith. This is within Islamic scripture of Shias. This is not made up. This is Islamic scripture in Shia Islam. 
So he go, he he said you go home and you find out that your wife is, has turned into a man. You have you will have sex with each other. You will become pregnant. You will give birth to one child. And then you will come back to me here. Oh, so that people here will know that I I could do like great things. So apparently at the beginning the insult was that you cannot do a certain thing, and then he will, he's saying that now you everybody will know that I can. He's saying, oh, you have no idea how much women would love to be a man one day. <laughs> oh, all women would love to be able to impregnate their husbands. I don't know what the hell. He said, one year later, this man came, well, this guy, now is a woman, came with her with his baby in her with her baby now apparently in her in her arms she came to the mosque <laughs> yeah so they, it keeps going like that. well so what do you think by the way Anna, about this hadith this is part of islamic scripture of imam hassan in shia islam what do you think uh well I, I don't know how to react to this, that first of all, I don't really like that being a woman is a curse, but um, <laughs> I, think I think it's quite funny. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, we got a super chat from Eden. So thank you. Thank you so much, um, Eden, because we I'm going to check if we ever get demonetized for this stream, because we might at any point. And these super chats really do help out. So thank you so much for that. Um, but but way, I, yeah, go on. I also wanted to ask you, uh, like Iran uh, is extremely anti-homosexuals and lesbians, but it is pro-transgender. Like it, it, it even mm. uh, um, like it prefers transgenders than than uh, homosexuality. Right. So maybe they use this hadith to justify transgenders. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't describe as the Islamic Republic being pro transgender because forcing gay people to be trans, uh, to be able to live their lives is not pro trans. That's what the Iranian government does. Iranian government forces gay people to go to trans, true transgender, uh, trans surgery, even if they don't have gender dysphoria, just to be able to be with the gender that they want, which is the opposite of pro-trans i would say but yeah yeah i probably uh didn't use the the correct word for this like they want to not see gay people in the public uh in the public area so they prefer transgenders to to gays this is what what i meant yeah yeah we could say that yeah but again yeah anyways i don't i don't want to get into that topic but again I just want to say, here's another point about what he just said, that Sonny's might find a, a very, very insulting. 
the Imam Hassan just performed a miracle technically, which is something that prophets can do. I mean, prophets are supposed to do. And Imam Hassan is not a prophet. He's an Imam. He's a grandchild of a prophet, but not a prophet himself. But in Shia Islam, Imams do all sorts of miracles, which is very, according to Sunnis, un-Islamic. So there's that. So let's go to the next hadith. It gets more ridiculous, by the way. Like, yeah. Let me go to the beginning of this, see which one is this one. Peygamber of God, that means Adam, Abul Bashar, Salamullah Alayhi, that 350 Oh, so this is uh, Shia beliefs about Prophet Adam, as in Adam and Eve. By the way, I don't know, in, in Judaism, is Adam a prophet? Because in Islam, Adam is a prophet. Do they teach in Judaism that Adam was a prophet? I mean, technically, he was a prophet. He was talking to like, God. Not that I know, but I can I can find um, maybe in no, 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 don't. No, 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 no. We're not going to get into that. I just wanted to just. Okay. Quickly. So he is saying, he is saying that this Mullah is saying, Prophet Adam, Adam as in Adam and Eve, he made Eve pregnant 300 and... 50 times so it's it wasn't just um the two the two that uh, the two first sons they were he made adam he made eve pregnant 350 times and just like the first time each single one of these pregnancies was were twins so eve had 700 children i thought it was just cain and abel did you know that there was apparently 700 of them and not just Cain and Abel? Did you know this, Anna, before we saw this video clip? No? Um, no, actually I didn't. And by, by the way, in the chats here, some say that no, he is not a prophet. But when I write oh. uh, in Wikipedia, it says it. Oh, you did check it. Like, I, I really don't know right, oh. right now. <laughs> like, I, I wrote it in Wikipedia in Hebrew. So... Oh, okay. So we learned something too. Um, technically, the definition of a prophet is a human who talks to God. And technically, in uh, Judaism and Christianity, Adam did talk to God. So that would make him a prophet. So, yeah, see, this is why Islam is the complete religion. It acknowledges, you know, it just puts, it just makes logical sense. But, anyways, I just wanted to show you this because Islam just adds a whole bunch of detail to stuff that we, nobody ever asked <laughs> for. So in case you were wondering how many children Adam and Eve had, now we know 700 out of 350 pregnancies. Yeah. In 700 children, every Oh, apparently there were divine beings present at each one of these uh, birth ceremonies or rituals or whatever, and there were these these twins that every time were getting like divine knowledge every time they were being born. So yeah, so let's go to the next one. Okay, so look at this one. This was great. Oh, this is disgusting. Actually, this is disgusting. This is about the relationship between. 
Mohammed, is that that one? I just want I, this is disgusting. If it's uh, by the way about the is... Adam stuff, like here in the comments, they say that he wasn't the prophet. Okay, I I am sorry that I don't know the the details. And uh, like think of all the incest going on, like three hundred and fifty mm -hmm. times of incest at least. Mm, yes, we don't mention that word. Let me see. If we're I think we're oh. now demonetized. Okay, we're still good. But yeah, that's a very that's a very naughty word on YouTube. <laughs> okay, guys, please like the stream because um, because of the dirty words. Actually, now that this video that I'm going to play probably is going to demonetize us. So let's see if this is the one that I think it is. Yes, it is. Okay, this is weird. This one is bizarre. Yeah, so this is about the relationship between Prophet Muhammad and Imam Ali. Where Imam Ali was a child. So for people who don't know, Imam Ali uh, is the first Imam of Shias out of the 12 Imams. And he's like the most important one, technically. He should be the most important one, but Hussein is the most, never mind. So he, he also married Muhammad's daughter. But when he was a child, Ali grew up in Prophet Muhammad's house. So... Muhammad, Prophet Muhammad could have raised Ali as a child, right? So this is the relationship. So Imam Ali is a very, 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 very holy figure in Shia Islam who grew up in, uh, in Muhammad's household. So this is the relationship between Prophet Muhammad and this little boy when he was a child in his household. So let's see what happened. And it's not, and I think, yeah, Zaid is like, oh no. Yeah, Zaid, you know what's coming. So let's see. بعد از سه بار پیشنهاد تو چهل تا عمو و عموزاده و همه فقط هر سده پاشور اظهار ایمان کرد فرمود جلو بیا که آمدن زبان در دهان مبارک هستلی کردن که هستلی بعدها فرمودن که هزار باب علم به من داد اون روز که از هر باب هزار باب دیگه مفتوح می شد از همین حرکت است علی So that, that first guy was saying when Ali came to Muhammad and Muhammad took Ali and he again this is YouTube, we do not endorse any of these things. We're just talking about religious scripture, okay? And Ali is a child here. So what Muhammad did, Muhammad put his tongue inside his mouth, inside Ali's mouth. And by doing that, he transmitted knowledge into Ali. So he was doing that and people were like, what the hell are you doing, Muhammad? He was like, oh, I'm just giving him knowledge. So apparently by putting his tongue inside Ali's mouth, he gave uh, a, a, a thousand chapters of knowledge and each one of these chapters had a thousand something else let me see actually so apparently just by doing that knowledge it's kind of like a usb stick i think like it was transferring data <laughs> so oh so there were a thousand chapters of knowledge and each in each chapter was a thousand chapter chapters of other things i don't know how they're measuring knowledge here but whatever so that's how apparently Prophet Muhammad transmitted divine knowledge to Ali by putting his tongue inside his mouth. Go on, Anna. Yeah, and by the way, I just want to make it clear that it's probably divine knowledge because Muhammad didn't know even how to read and write. So he couldn't really transfer it in other ways, apparently. And the knowledge was just the knowledge of God and yes. the Iman in God. Yeah. Yes, and also um, 
Shahrad here reminding us that this is actually part of Islamic scripture. This is in Shia hadith. This is this guy is not what you're hearing is not just somebody just making up stories as they go. I mean, somebody else made it up for him like a long time ago, but this is part of Shia Islam that Muhammad did this to Imam Ali when Imam Ali was a child. This is not a made up joke, okay. <laughs> Let's continue. As Hami Haraka. Asta Ali to dust the Pabi, the Hodon, Pegambar Omar Yech Negohichan, Brofagonskov, Amontaran, Nemi Vinidish Aino Chaan Nahomo, Aino Majnoon. Bevinit Cheshmosh, Mr. Cheshmoi Divan, a dormizan. Nafa Mitsigofte, Alhamdulillah. مو بف حرف این یه مطلبی فهمیدیم چه پیغمبر چقدر عاشق علی بوده چشمان پیغمبر حالاتی داشته برای علی اوکی سو هی سینگ وین وین علی دس از اگین دورینگ علیز چایلدهود وین محمد لکت ات علی هیز آیز ویل گو کریزی لایک لایک ماد رد لایک هی ویل لک ات دس بوی اند هی ویل he would just lose himself. And he said, this, um, this Omar, Omar, the second Khalifa, described this, that whenever Muhammad looked at Ali and looked at him, he would just go mad with, I don't know, with love for him. And he, he said, this is, this is the feeling that Muhammad had for Ali. So, which is, again, not appropriate because this is, again, when Ali was a child. <laughs> again, this is, again, I have to remind you guys, this is part of, Shia books. This is their hadith. This is Islamic scripture. People are saying, "Oh no, yes, oh no, indeed." So you thought the, the relationship between Muhammad and Aisha were weird. The, if you actually read um, Shia hadith, the relationship between Muhammad and his own daughter Fatima, Fatima and Ali, which eventually became Fatima's husband, were weirder, much weirder. Even though we have hadith that Aisha as a child was uh, cleaning Muhammad's cum all the time. Again, this is part of Sunni hadith, authentic Sunni hadith. This was her job as a child. Uh, but as weird as all of that was, it gets much, much more weird because, uh, you know what? I should find that hadith for the next show that we do here. Muhammad, his own daughter, Fatima, he would put his face um, between... Her breasts all the time, and people Aisha was weirded out by that, and told Muhammad like, "Why are you doing this? This is weird. This is your daughter." And Muhammad said that whenever I do this, I smell heaven between my daughter's breasts. This is again part of hadith. But go on, Anna. I mean, I feel like they are so obsessed with just sexual organs for some reason: the tongue, the mouth, the breasts, <laughs> everything. Like, no, this is, this is this is this is because you. No, 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 no. This is because you are thinking with your atheistic mindset. All you atheists can think of is sex and pleasure. This is all very spiritual. When people, this there's something holy and divine happening here, and you because you have this dirty mind. These they have this dirty sexual atheistic mindset when you hear these stories you get weirded out because you don't understand the divine nature of what's happening here 
So the that's the actual answer. Tongue to mouse, yeah. We we should make yes, it the thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, things things are bizarre for you materialists, but because you don't understand the 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 spirituality behind all of these stories, right? By the way, we got uh, six shekels. Thank you, thank you from Noam because this stream is probably going to get demonetized. So thank you for everybody who is uh, supporting us with super chats. Noam is saying haka haka durka durka haka haka durka durka. Thank you so much, Noam, for that super chat. So let's see what this guy is saying. بچه بودم تو دامن پیغمبر بزرگ شدم منو به سینه خودش میچسبانید و یک نفونی فی فرا so this is this is a this is a hadith that Ali had said himself so this is a quote from Ali alayhi salam the first imam of Shias and he says that when I was a child and I grew up with Muhammad like when I was grew up grew up in Muhammad's household so this is again Muhammad the prophet is an adult Ali is a child here. So what's happening here? So he said Muhammad would take me as a child and he would he would press, he would put him, uh, he would hold me to his chest, put me like this right next to his chest, right? Press press my body onto his own chest. So when Muhammad, whenever Muhammad, when Muhammad wanted to go to sleep, he would take me to bed with him. This is again, according to Shias, what Ali is saying himself in authentic Shia hadith. So Ali alayhi salam is saying that when I was a child, when Muhammad wanted to go to bed, he would take me to bed with him. Okay, and then it goes. Again, YouTube, we do not endorse any of this. We're just we're just finding problematic beliefs that we're highlighting here. Please, YouTube, do not strike us down. The gods of YouTube, please. Okay, so let's continue. So he's saying that when I was when Muhammad would take me to bed, we were so close together that our bodies would be touching all the time at, in bed. And he would make me smell his body. Okay, he will try to, he would give me the smell of his body. He would make me smell him, basically. So I don't know why we would, Muhammad would do that, but Muhammad would get Ali to smell him while they were in bed with each other. Again, I'm not make, I'm not saying this. This is Shia. This these are Islamic scholars that are just reading out for you Islamic Shia Islamic hadith. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a fetish? What do you think, Anna? I don't understand. Well, um, we we are just we are just overthinking. Probably, let's think that it was all um, non-sexual, totally. Like they were maybe kids at the time. Yeah. Whatever, whatever Muslims mm. say, say that um, that is justifying whatever they. The no, they were not done. kids. No, one of them like, was a kid. Muhammad was an adult. No, no, this is Muhammad, an adult. Ali is a kid. Oh, I thought like they are oh. both kids. My mind, no. my mind. <laughs> no, okay, we should go back to all of these stories that I told you was Muhammad as an old man, as an old man, Ali as a kid. 
This is a lot creepier than you thought. <laughs> yeah. No. So much worse. Oh my god. Yeah. So you guys completely misunderstood all of this. Yeah. So the 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 transfer of knowledge of Muhammad to Ali when he put his tongue inside his mouth. Muhammad is a creepy old man. Ali is a young boy, a child, right? And then what was the second one? When, when Muhammad was looking at Ali and his eyes were going crazy with lust and love, that was, again, Ali was a child. Muhammad was a creepy old man. And this last one, Muhammad would take Ali to his bed and make sure that he they, their bodies are touching, and he would make Ali smell his body. Again, this is Muhammad as a really creepy old man and Ali as a child. And again, not according to me, according to these guys, according to these Islamic scholars, and according to their own scripture, authentic Shia scripture. This is part of Islamic scripture. Yeah, people are like, what the F? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So let me see if there's anything. Oh, yeah. And he said, and I would smell him. I would smell him. I would smell his body. Why would you do that? What can some are there any Shias in the live chat? Can you tell me what was the purpose of Ali smelling Muhammad's body when they were in bed with each other? Can somebody tell me the utility of that? Like, what is the spirituality behind this part? Because I don't I, I didn't know. He didn't explain this part. Hmm. Well, maybe maybe Muhammad's body was so perfect that even his smell was the most pleasant smell on earth and just Ali got really um, addicted to the smell, this pleasant smell. <laughs> Divine stank. But Anna, you make a joke of that, but you're not far off because we have Shia Hadith that says even, their, even the Imam's Farts smells good. You know that, right? I'm not, guys. Again, I'm not making this up. We have Shia scripture that says one way to tell if somebody is an actual imam, one of the twelve masums of Shia Islam, is the fact that their shit smells good. I'm not making this up. I am not making this up. This is part of Shia Islam. Their sh their shit smells good. And also, when they should, I don't know, by the way, these two hadiths contradict each other because apparently when the imams shit, the earth opens up and hides the shit. So I don't know why it does that, given that the shit smells good. Why would you have to hide it? But that's what the earth does, apparently. That's one of the things that happens every time the imams shit. Like, um, we got a whole bunch of yeah. rainbows and flowers. Why, why the earth does yeah. that? <laughs> Yes, I don't know why. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I I have to keep saying this, guys. I'm not making this up. This is part of Shia Islam. Uh, we got a whole bunch of super chats and memberships. So Cleo is saying, the more I learn about Aisha, it seems she she hate more. Yeah. So, um, no, I don't think she hated Aisha. Did not hate more. I I think like Aisha actually used the fact that she used to be the prophet of my uh, uh, the the wife of the prophet constantly after Muhammad's death as a political weapon. So I don't know how much she hated it. She did complain about a lot of things though. Yeah, she did complain a whole bunch. She she complained. Aisha, this is against Sunni hadith. Aisha did complain about the fact that Muhammad's again. I'm not making. I have to keep saying this. I'm not making this up. This is authentic Sunni hadith that Aisha complained about the fact 
that no matter how much she washes the cum from Muhammad's clothes, they keep showing up and they keep being there. Muhammad's clothes were constantly stained with cum and she had to wash it over and over and over again. This is authentic Sunni hadith that Aisha was complaining about it when she was a child, by the way. She had to do that as a child. Uh, so thank you so much, way, Kriya, for yeah, going. Positive hadiths, like Aisha saying that she used to play with dolls, and uh, it is it is forbidden in Islam to have any dolls or any images. But Muhammad gave her playing with dolls Maybe. and with her friends because she was so young. Yeah, so Muhammad was a good guy, apparently. Yes, Dean became a member. Thank you so much, Dean. Thank you all. Dean is supporting us by becoming a member. I appreciate that. Um, and also, Sean is saying support from the United Kingdom. Thank you so much for 10 pounds from the Great Britain. Thank you so much for the super chat. And guys, you guys have made up for the fact that this chat, this stream is probably going to get demonetized. And Darko just gifted five memberships to the people in the live chat. Thank you so much, Darko. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's continue with the next one. Let me actually check. Are we still good? With the monetization, we're still good. Okay, cool. We this. I'm pretty sure this stream at some point is going to get demonetized, but not yet. All right, so let's let's get this one. This goes to the beginning. Back to Ogozainul Abedin, Tajul Bakkawin, Sayyidu Sajidin. Farmudan az azamat magam Amir al Mumin doshtan migoftan yeh munafiqe monkari kiye ismesh. Okay, so now we're talking about Imam Sajjad, which is one of the twelve Imams. And he was explaining to somebody about the prophets. So let's see what happened. Okay, so this the, the, he was talking, this imam, the imam of Shias, was talking to a skeptic. Okay, there was this person that was kind of like skeptical about the prophets and stuff. And the imam said, just was talking to him. And he's talking about him being skeptical as if that's like such a dirty thing. Like, oh my God, this guy was a skeptic. He was like a denier. Oh, and he was the son of Omar. And get, oh, so Anna, pay attention to this. Every time he mentions Omar, which is the second Khalifa of the Sunnis, the people in the audience they say, "Curse of Allah be upon him." Right. So Omar, who's who's such a dear person for Sunni Muslims, every time he the uh, the Shia Imam is mentioning it. The people in under in the audience are cursing him. Lanatullah Lanatullah which means the, the curse of Allah be upon him. Yeah, Darka said, guess they're not, not fans. Yeah. Guys, and also guys, please like the stream. Thank you so much. <laughs> Somebody so uh, so he's saying Shias are wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, hold on. Alright, so Imam Imam Sajjad was telling so this guy is like to Imam Sajjad that you're just full of crap. You're telling people lies. And he's like, why are you not believing what I'm saying? 
And he, he, the guy who the skeptic, which is the son of Omer, was saying that because you're telling people the reason Prophet jo uh, Jonah, is that in English? Yeah, Prophet Jonah was swallowed by a whale or a big fish, depending on your religion, it's either a big fish or a whale. So you guys know the story of Prophet Jonah, right? Everybody's familiar with that, that he was swallowed by a whale and the, the whale and it was there and I think 40, 40 days and 40 nights in the in the belly of the whale. And he, the Imam Sajjad was telling people that the reason why God made a, a whale swallow him was because he was a little bit skeptical about the 12 Shiism. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Right. So he didn't believe he was like in the future. He didn't really wasn't one hundred percent sure that in the future, like he didn't have faith in God's twelve Shiism, right? So that's why God did this. Uh, well. <laughs> so I say, what? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Oh, so no, yeah, he's like, and the guy was like, what are you talking about? That's not the reason why that happened. Huh? Oh, yeah. So Imam Ali, which is the first Imam of Shias, he's saying that Prophet Jonah did not agree that Imam Ali, his his velayat, his like, his divinity, his kingdom, his rulership, his, his ruling, his uh, him being authentic, the fact that he will become the uh, imam and his entire 12-er um, Shia Islam after that, the fact that Prophet Jonah, back then, thousands of years before Ali was born, because he didn't accept it right away, he didn't have faith in it, God punished Prophet Jonah by putting him in the belly of the fish for 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> Oh, and the skeptic was like, "How? How is it even possible for a man to be in the in the belly of a fish for forty days and then come out completely healthy? How is that even possible? That's not even possible." So this guy was a skeptic. He's like, "Okay, so the Imam Sajjad told him, and again, remember, this is thousands of years after Prophet Jonah is like ancient history, even for these guys, right?" So he says, Imam Sajjad tells the skeptic, um, if that whale that swallowed Prophet Jonah, if he comes and tells you himself that this is the reason why I swallowed him, would you accept this? Would you accept that as evidence? And the guy was like, yeah, of course I would accept it. But where's that whale? That, there's that, that whale was like thousands of years ago. What are you, like, you're, what are you on about? We can't talk to that whale, right? And again, guys, this is Islamic, authentic Islamic hadith. This is part of Islamic stories. This is authentic scripture in Shia Islam. Like, how, how are you going to be able to take me to that whale? And that whale is going to speak and tell me all of this? And, and he said, like, that's not going to happen. Like, that's impossible for that to happen. And then Imam Sajjad told him, and Imam Sajjad was like, come, to, come with me. And he took his head and he took him to a, another room. So that this is somewhere where everybody was speaking and Imam Sajjad took his hand and took him to another room, private room. 
And then at, in that room, Imam Sajjad hit his foot on the ground, like he basically stomped the ground, and then the room went dark. The room went dark. And then he stomped again, he hit his, you know, the ground with his foot, and then the earth mm, just split open. The earth beneath their feet split open. And they went into the earth. So they were in the room, and the earth opened up, and both of them went inside the earth, like they went down. And he was like, they were going down, they were going down, and they went, they went down so far. And he was like, I was shaking in fear so much. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yes, this is okay. So they went down so deep inside the earth, and deep inside the earth, they, they got into an ocean. A, a sea under the earth. There was a sea deep inside the earth. Okay, down under. Okay. <laughs> so Imam Sajjad, this is an, again uh, one of the Imams. So he said like, Oh noon, oh noon, and noon was the name of that whale, by the way. This is noon. That that whale had a name, and his name was noon. And the mom said Jod called upon that whale by saying, Oh noon. Yeah, it was a beach, exactly. There was a beach under the earth, like deep, deep in the um under the earth, there was a beach, and now they're on that beach underneath the earth. Okay. So Bal either to go on as Zanun is the فرمودن یا نون یا نون جالب اینه که این حدیث رو خود عبدالله ابن عمر نقل میکنه میگه دیدم یه کوه وسط دریا اومد بالا so then he saw that a, a mountain start coming up from inside that sea okay so they're right on the beach on a sea and for in within the in the middle of the sea and a mountain started rising okay فکر کردم کوه اومد بالا دیدم I said I thought it was a mountain, but apparently it wasn't a mountain. Oh, he thought that there was that big fish or whale. I, he keeps switching between whale and big fish. I don't know if they understand that fish um, whales are mammals and they're not fishes, like, but he keeps switching. Yeah. Noon, I think it's in Aramaic and it means it, it means fish. Like in Hebrew, we have uh, some some creatures in the sea with the with the ending noon, and this means fish. Like. And he showed respect to the imam. Like, oh my God, the imam, imam of you know Islam is here. So the whale show respect to the imam. So the imam told the whale, first thing you do, first introduce yourself. So the whale was speaking, and Imam Sajjad made him introduce himself. By the way, these, these guys believe that this has actually happened. Like, this is not just, this is not a metaphor. This is just not like a um, story that is supposed to just have a moral lesson, but it didn't happen. No, 
this is the belief in Shia Islam is that these are these literally happened. These are happened. These are actual events. Okay. So now the world is introducing himself. So let's see how he introduces himself. Noon as So he's saying, I am Noon from the tribe of Haitan. So apparently whales have tribes, and he's in he, this whale is mentioning the tribe that he belongs to. Okay. Oh, it's like these are big fishes that now we call them whales. So apparently he thinks whales are just big fishes. Okay. Uh, he's saying that in our tribe there are a, a thousand big fishes, and I'm the smallest one in that tribe. <laughs> this, uh, this whale that is as big as a mountain, he says, in our tribe there are a thousand other big fishes like me, and I'm the smallest ones. As uh, the smallest one here. Okay. And I'm like, we were like just swimming. I was just swimming in the sea, and then the, uh, a, a divine command came to me that Prophet Jonah is on a ship somewhere in the sea, and you have the mission to go swallow him. Not like that. Uh, and the, the reason why I was supposed to go swallow him, but it was not because he was denying the the fact that Imam Ali was supposed to be a valley. Imam Ali, like the talk, not because he denied Shia. Basically, let me say it like this: not because he denied Shia Islam, but he wasn't one hundred percent there. Like he accepted that Shia Islam is true. But he was just not strongly like accepting it, right? Yeah, like he was not very strong in his affirmation of Shia Islam. And because he wasn't, so he wasn't denying it, but he, he was accepting it. But because he wasn't accepting it very strongly, you have to go swallow him for 40 days. And you, you're not supposed to like kill him, or you know, you're just make you just you're supposed to arrest him just for forty days. So that's how he introduced himself. He's saying, "I am the whale that swallowed Jonah." Mm. I said, like, anybody who is the enemy of Ali, we are the enemy of him. So the whale is saying, like, we are, we will fight the enemies of Ali. And the whale now looks at the mom and said, like, that man that is standing next to you, that denier, can I swallow him? <laughs> so he asked, like, but we're the enemies of whoever is against Imam Ali. That guy, can I swallow him? May I, like, can you, will you give me permission to swallow the man that's standing right next to you? So. <laughs> and that man just collapsed in fear. And they're like, oh my God, he's going to swallow me. So he collapsed right next to Imam Sajjad. And Imam Sajjad was like, no, don't worry, don't, you don't need to swallow him. No, you don't need to swallow him. I just wanted to show him what's, what's up, you know, what's right. Ali. So see the people in the light in the audience are saying um Ali that's they're referring that apparently that's a way of cheering 
they just mentioning the name of the first imam and that guy was like begging imam the imam zainul abidin which is imam sajjad he's like oh god please take me back please please take me back i don't want to be here anymore allah allah الله الله در عربی یعنی تو رو خدا تو رو خدا دیگه بسته منو برگردون قبول حضرت برش گردون آمد تو اون اتاق از اون اتاق آوردش تو جمع که بود وقتی آقا زین الابدین هی Yeah, it was very um, entertaining. But Shia imams apparently are much stronger with much more superpowers, divine superpowers, than Muhammad. They are yes. splitting the earth, talking with fish and whales or whatever it was. And like um, they just met a Shia, a Shia whale, <laughs> which is, <laughs> yeah. And there is a yeah, sea yeah. under under the the earth. Like wow, these Shia imams are so powerful. Like they're real <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, we got a super chat by Bull McLeod saying, and then Noon carried Jonah to the water temple. I think this is a refer. Yeah, I think this is a re um, reference to something that I don't get. But thank you so much. For the two dollar super chat, is this like Avatar? You know, reference. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, like um, Jonah, he lived inside the whale for forty days. So I guess whatever the whale was eating, Jonah was eating as well to stay alive. <laughs> it so it suddenly turns into such a gross, ex um, yeah. yeah, experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 don't think about it too hard you're that's your problem that's the mistake you're making here by the way guys i have um an endless number of these videos endless number of these videos this this has gathered these and i could do this forever let me know if you want me to because this this is just a gift that just keeps on giving If you want me to continue, let me know in the comment section. And also, please like the stream. Because if you like the stream, we'll get more views. And I'll see that there's a demand for this. And I will do more of this. Go on, Anna. You want to say something? Yeah, I have a question. I noticed in older tafsirs, uh, Shia tafsirs, they constantly um, say things against the against the Khulafa al-Rashidun, against Omar especially. And in more, yes. more recent Shia hadiths, they curse... Uh, all the khulafa less, significantly less. So mm -hmm. do you think it still, this cursing still exists today in Iran uh, and as widespread oh, yeah. or? Okay. No, no, so it's, it's, not just... wide, it's not widespread. It, it, some Hosseinias have that, but this is too advanced for the people in the live chat right now. So I don't want to get into it that much. So ask me later after the stream. But Yeah, there's some some Hosseinias in Iran that have that that they do curse the uh, the Khalifa. Um, Jimmy in the live oh no Jim Jim Holy Long and in, in the live chat is saying thank you so much for the super chat by the way Jim Holy saying do the Shia Imams have bureaucracy? Do they accept exchange students? What am I reading this right? I don't know. Do you understand this question, Anna? 
like student exchange like he wants to become a student of these oh, you Shia moms they're dead except one of them so the only amount the only Shia mom that is still alive out of the 12 of them is the last one which is Imam Mahdi and if you go want to go find him you better catch him when he's shedding because only by smelling his shit will you be able to be know that he's a 12 imam and you have to do it fast because when he shits the earth eats eats his shit right because as the imam, as imam mahdi like i told you this is shia again i'm not making this up this is shia islam so you have a very small opportunity to verify who is the mahdi who is the mahdi because he's like living among us right now all the 11 other ones are dead he, imam mahdi is living among us and at the end of days, he will come back. He will come and save. The, he will uh, take power and save the world. But right now, if you want to find him, every time somebody's shedding, right before the earth eats his shed, you better. I mean, if the earth eats his shed, that's already verified. Yeah, you don't need to smell shed. You could just watch shed and see if the earth uh, swallows it. And that's how you know that he's the 12 Mahdi, the 12 Amal and the Mahdi. But thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, I don't think he's accepting any students. Uh, let's do another animal. We did some uh, sexual ones. Um, then we did animal related. Let's go and do <laughs> one more animal related. And yeah, let's just do one more animal related. This is fascinating as well. Hazrat Suleiman So this is now Anna. This is again. So last one was good because you, as an ex-Jew, re recognized Prophet Jonah, and now we're doing Prophet Suleiman, right? So yeah. now we, yeah. So this is a Shia uh, scripture about Prophet Suleiman. So let's see what Prophet, according to Shia Islam, uh, what was Prophet Suleiman doing at some point? So he was apparently. Walking and Prophet Suleiman was walking on the beach, and let's see what happened. Hazrat Suleiman, Salamullah, Yeruz, Kenar, Daria, Kadan, Mizadan, Daf Atan, Cheshmishun of Dot, Beyemur, Cheshmishun. So Prophet Suleiman on the beach saw an ant on the beach, okay, and he was just looking at that ant. Samta Obed Daria Jalum. And the ant was walking towards the water, towards the sea. So Prophet Suleiman was like following an ant. On the beach, moving towards the sea. Nigal Chardan didn't get during Jandom, but the Hana in Muchas were raw here. Oh, and he and the ant had um, like a seed with him, like a seed that was holding a seed. Dario Dorito, and it was going towards the sea. Hazrat Suleiman Salomon Lohale, Imurcher Tarib Chad Boni. So Prophet Solomon back then, right? He said, decided to. Follow the ant, saying where see, to see where this ant is going. Nigahish, didan murche nazdik shodo nazdik shodo resid labe ab. So the ant was getting closer and closer and closer to the water. Be mahzer residanish labe ab yelach poshti sarisha az ab darabot. So as soon as the ant got to the water, there was a turtle came out of the sea and you know brought his head out of the ocean. Okay, right at the where the ant was. And the the turtle opened his mouth and put put out his tongue. And the 
And this sir ant, I don't know why he's referring to the ant as a sir, but the sir ant went on the tongue and went into the turtle's mouth. Like, so that, so basically the the ant climbed the tongue of the turtle and went into the turtle's mouth, and the turtle pulled back his tongue in and closed his mouth. Oh, And Prophet Solomon was like, "What? What the hell?" What's going on here? And Solomon, Prophet Solomon was thinking so hard, like, what was happening here? Why did this ant went into the turtle's mouth? And then the turtle, oh yeah, the turtle closed his mouth and then went back into the water. So the turtle went into the water. So and then the Prophet was like, why did the turtle go into the water? And Prophet Solomon was just walking alongside the water on the beach, just thinking about what he just saw. Darya, yeah, And then a couple, uh, some time um, passed. So, and this Mullah is saying, let's say, for example, one hour passed. Hazrat Solomon, oh, hear the water moving again. And then he saw that the turtle is back. The turtle just came back in the, uh, from the uh, from the sea. I came on the land. So the turtle came back from the sea onto the land, and the turtle opened his mouth, and his tongue came out, and the ant came back from the mouth of the turtle back to the land. And he didn't, and the turtle did not have the seed with him or her, I don't know, it, with anymore. And the turtle went back, closed his mouth and went back into the water. So, yeah, so kind of like a submarine. And the turtle took, went on, uh, on the land and just went on his way. So Prophet Suleiman went to the ant, took the ant, and put the ant on his, on the palm of his hand, uh, hand, the ant on the palm of his hand. And they did the uh, the proper etiquette of like saying hi to each other and respecting each other. So the Prophet told the ant like hi, how are you, and like said the, the ceremonial like um, you know things that you're supposed to say to each other to be polite with the at the ant and the prophet exchange word with each other at the beginning at first and again because this is the islamic thing to do right like when you want to be polite obviously like apparently this is not part of the narrative that the prophet and the ant exchange uh polite commentary with each other but he says obviously that's what the prophet did because that's the islamic thing to do and so the prophet after ex oh, exchanging pleasantries is that i think that's how you say it right so after the exchanging pleasantries and stuff the prophet uh, asked the ant like where did you go what, what, what was this where did you take the seed <laughs> So the ant says, Oh, Prophet of God, um, God gave me a mission. There, to bring food 
for this blind worm that lives under the sea. Okay, so my mission from God is to bring food to a blind worm. By the way, I looked this up. Um, worms in general are blind, like they don't have eyes. So I don't know. He's he's saying like blind as if this specific worm was blind, as in like he was more poor than other worms because he had a handicap. But all worms are blind, so I don't know if he knows that. But anyways, apparently this worm, was, which is a poor blind worm that lives under a rock, under the sea, uh, God had given a mission so that makes sure that he has food to eat. But go on, Anna. You want to say something? Yeah, like I want to say two things. That um, in in Judaism, um, Solomon is not considered a prophet. But in Islam, they basically took all the kings and turned them into prophets also with uh, Daud and uh, Suleiman. Every single one. They just um, bring the word prophet to, to any important person. Uh, and also, like, think of how Islam is scientifically accurate that it knew that worms are blind even before it knew, oh, yes. knew it. Yeah, and that yes, there are right. sea worms. I didn't know that there are sea worms before, before listening to this. <laughs> yes, this actually shows that Islam is this is a miracle. The fact that Islam knows that we have sea worms and that they're blind and they have no eyes. Okay, good point, good point. Um, Islam confirmed. خب بعدش گفت چه این مورچه گفت من روزا یه دونه گندم به دهنم میگیرم میام لب آب دریا so apparently the ant does this every day every day he takes a seed he goes to this uh, by the uh, edge of the ocean and the turtle comes and kind of like acts like a submarine for the ant and the turtle takes the ant to that worm that blind worm um, and the ant, the ant feeds that worm and then come back um, and does this again next day. Oh, he's always right on time, right on the hour he's there uh, to, to do this mission. Oh, he actually says submarine. I was making fun of him. He actually mentions that this turtle submarine shows up every day on time for me to get uh, to get on board. I was just making fun of him. He actually did this model is actually mentioning submarine. But go on, Anna. You see, Armin, you see that Islam, it invented submarines even before right. the Europeans invented them. Okay, we should learn yes. from the Islam the reason why the Arab world, why the Muslim world is behind. is because it doesn't learn from the Hadiths and the Quran. Right. If you just return True. to the Quran, you can find an answer to anything in the Quran. Oh, and he says that it's a haram. It's sin. It's a sin for me as an ant and that turtle, uh, as a turtle, to eat the seed. This seed is specifically for that specific worm. And God had made it a sin for me to eat that seed and for that turtle to eat that seed as well. Oh, so this is actually very interesting. So every time when we get there, the turtle puts his mouth on that on that hole 
that the worm is in and he sucks out the water from that hole because the ant needs to go into that hole. The ant can't go into a hole that has water in it. But so the turtle sucks out the water from that hole. Man az dahanesh piyade mishan miram. And I go from the turtle's mouth into that hole. Dune gandum migzaram kenar in kerm. Bar migardam miyam savar mishan labe ab piyade. And yeah, so I will put that seed into that hole and then I go back right on the turtle and I come back. Ala azamatu Allah. I like the, this is the greatness of Allah. So he's the thing. This is all a confirmation of how great Allah is. Yes. I Amazing. have a question. Why Allah yeah. doesn't make a penguin do this whole job? Take a seed, go underwater and give the, the seed to a, to a worm. Like a penguin can do all these three jobs. Why why spread it's it? It's hot because it's hot where Suleiman is. It's too hot for a penguin, obviously. Obviously. See, this is why you give missions to Allah. Allah knows best. Allah Allah. <laughs> uh, we got a super chat from Gajian American saying, all worker ants are female. I thought only the queen was female. I thought we have male ants, female ant, um, female ant, the queen, and everybody else is a worker. No, so, I mean, Gage, well, let, me, let, me, are... let me finish. Let me, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish the super chat. Anyways. So all workers ants are female. We should make a role-playing game called Crosses and crescents like Dungeons and Dragons. That would be a great idea. That's a good for a name. That's a good name for a game. Yeah, that's a good idea. Go on, Anna. What do you do you know something about so ants that I don't basically both the queen and the working ants are females, and the males they only have one job at life, and this is to find the female and mate. That's it. And then they die. <laughs> right. So they don't do any uh, anything. Uh, okay. So Gajian American with the $2 super chat saying, how is the heaven of Shias organized? Well, it has seven parts and yeah, so it's seven, the, it has seven parts and the, it, it's ranked from the best part of heaven to the worst part of heaven. And the best part of heaven is for the martyrs, the people who have, uh, and that's where Muhammad is. So if you die as a martyr in, in Islam, you go to the. I mean, I don't know if Sunnis. Do you know if Sunnis divide heaven into seven parts, or is it just the Shias? Because we as Shias were told that heaven has seven parts, and the best part is for the martyrs, and that's where Muhammad is. So, um, and the best joy of heaven is to go to the part where Muhammad is, and meeting Muhammad is better than all the sex and the milk and the honey. That's all good and all, but being next to Muhammad apparently is the best reward of being in heaven um unless he wants to put his tongue in my mouth i don't want to do that i would probably yeah i don't know is that is that going to happen to us in heaven maybe muhammad i don't know that's not good but would you be watching right. the huris having s sex with other men or i don't know like how, how is it going in heaven do you I have, have no privacy with, with your huris <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I mean, you have anything you want. So if you want privacy, you probably get. Oh, Zaid is confirming this. Uh, Zaid is an ex. So I'm an ex Shia. Zaid is an ex Sunni saying, yes, Armin, there's there's seven in Sunni Islam as well. Okay, great. So see, we're not that different. We're not that different. See, uh, Shias and Sunnis have some agreements. Anyways, so we already went over an hour. I have so much more of this nonsense from Shia Islam. And given that so many ex-Muslim uh, YouTube channels 
make fun of Sunni Islam. I thought that there's not enough content about Shia Islam. If you like this, make sure you like the stream and I will do more of it. If this gets enough, if there is enough of a demand for this, I will do more of it. Most YouTube channels out there making fun of Islam, they're focusing on Sunni Islam. We need to also embarrass Shia Islam. So this is, I think, was missing on the internet. So you're welcome. You're welcome, the internet. Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, I'm very curious to do more of these shows because finding yeah. Shia hadith for someone who doesn't speak Arabic or Persian is really hard. Even even uh, I sometimes struggle to find the specific hadith because they are not very organized. So uh, doing these shows, it also helps me to just educate myself honestly yeah <laughs> and yeah there there is not enough there are not enough channels talking about shia islam in general unfortunately yes yes so hale is saying we need more streams i didn't know about shia nonsense yes exactly most people don't most people are just familiar with sunni the nonsense of sunni islam again i there's an endless i have an endless supply of these kinds of videos and narratives so let me know. Make sure you like the stream so I can see that there's demand for it. And also leave a comment at the end of the stream. The comments really help get, uh, us get more views. Guys, our channel is really growing much faster than it used to because of your likes and your comments. So thank you to all the people who are liking and commenting. Um, all right, guys. And also recommend our channel. Go tell your friends and your enemies that they need to subscribe to the Atheist Republic YouTube channel. All right, Dana. Let's go get ready for our Persian show. Right, guys, we have a Persian show coming up soon. So we're going to go get ready for that. Bye, guys. Bye.